This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Coming to you from the crossroads of industry knowledge and business innovation, this is the Weekly Blitz hosted by me, Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. The Weekly Blitz is the show that supercharges your auto repair business knowledge, helping you navigate the labyrinth of the automotive world, giving you all the tools and the tips you need to steer your business to success. Each week, we deliver an episode jam-packed with insider know-how, industry developments, practical business strategies, and surprising things you didn't know you didn't know. The Weekly Blitz is brought to you by Shop Marketing Pros. I've been personally recommending Shop Marketing Pros since way before they were a podcast sponsor. They also do most, if not all, of my clients' marketing, and they should be doing yours as well. Many of my coaching clients work with Shop Marketing Pros and see results like they've never seen from other marketers that they've ever used. To learn more about their top-tier marketing for top-tier shops, see their link in the show notes or go to shopmarketingpros.com forward slash Chris. It's time to roll up the garage door on the mysteries of auto repair entrepreneurship. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just a starter in the game, this podcast is your owner's manual to running a successful independent auto repair shop. Now strap yourselves in, turn the key, and let's hit the gas. I've got a shop in California that reached out to me. This one's been keeping me up at night. I want to share because I want to share the successes as well as the failures. Although we don't have a lot of failures. And honestly, I don't feel like we, I don't feel like I got an honest crack at this one. I want to start out by saying there's a difference between hoping something is going to happen and having faith that it's going to happen. When I talk to a shop owner, I have faith that I know what to do, how to do it, and that we're going to be successful. So shop owner contacted me and said, Chris, I have, I think, about $100,000 in cash set aside, but I know that if I don't do something now, Something bad's going to happen, and we'll, we're going to get into specifics more here in just a little bit. But one of the things that we kind of agreed on up front when we were talking about it was that he should have gotten in touch with me six months ago. And if they would have gotten in touch with me six months ago, I think we would have been able to do a lot. Now, I will tell you, this shop had a lot going for it. We're going to talk about the negative a little bit, but the big thing is, is the shop had potential. It had room to grow. And right now I'm going to tell you this, as it was, this was a $3 million a year shop that just was making $0. So technicians were getting paid. The one service advisor was getting paid. We'll talk about that in a minute, but the shop owner wasn't making any money and they weren't able to stay up on their bills. The This person had bought the shop about 18 months ago and really came from another industry and didn't know, uh, you know, we say this all the time, they didn't know what they didn't know. And and really, I wish that they would have gotten a hold of me in the very beginning before they even bought the shop so that we could have done a proper evaluation of it. And we could have been like, hey, here's all the things that we need to do. So shop owner calls me, we do a discovery call, I see all the meat that's on this bone and I'm like, this can be done. I don't want you to lose heart and I want you to have faith that I know what I'm doing and we're going to, we're going to push this forward and we're going to be able to fix it. I also told him there's a lot of things we can do in the beginning that 
we can, you know, increase cash flow while we let some of the things that are going to uh, take a little bit longer, take effect, um, happen for us. But really, I told him we can go from breaking even or losing just a little bit of money every week to probably getting about four to five thousand dollars in profit every week up front. And I also told him, I said, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough. He asked me, he goes, you know, how many of your shop owners fail when they do this? And I go, all the ones that don't do what we talk about fail. It, it's all about the amount of effort you're going to put into it. And if you're willing to put in the effort, I'm willing to give you the plan and work you through it and then go. Thinking back on it, maybe I gave them too many things in the beginning and it just overwhelmed the person. That's kind of what I think may have happened. But with as many good things as that were going in this shop, gosh, if he would have just held on, this happened a couple of months ago. If they would have worked with me from then till now, we would probably be profiting 10 grand a week. There's just so many things that we could have done that we had on the drawing board that we had planned, that I had planned for the shop that just didn't work out. So first thing we do is we do a discovery call. Shop owners send me their income statement and we break it out and we look at their parts margins, labor margins, kind of where they're at. The big thing for them was their parts margin was 28%. And so if you know and you listen, you know that our target is 50 to 55% or better. So we were, you know... 25 points down on the parts margins. This is a shop in California as well. In California, you have to pay your technicians per hour. So, you know, that takes us into my restaurant analogy with the lost lettuce. Like we have, we're, we're spending labor dollars to buy labor time. And if we're not selling it, then we're not able to recoup that. So it's really, really up to the people running the shop, service advisor, et cetera to be able to to control that. And that's one of the things they weren't doing. When we looked at it, their labor margin starting out was about 40%. And you know us, we want 70% or better. So they're underperforming by 30%. So just getting those two things in line would have made a huge, huge difference. They also had 10 technicians and their productivity was less than 50%. So one of the things we were going to do is we were going to have to go through the shop and identify the people that didn't need to be working there anymore. It wasn't an easy task, but we went through, we identified two or three different technicians that, you know, we could probably do something else with, um, let them back out in the labor pool and, and really just do a better job. But the, but the big kicker for this was, they were so busy that they were basically a smog and oil chain shop. And so one of the things that we we talked about was they were really, really going to have to lean into changing their image because people wanted to wait and people wanted to come into them and just wait and do a smog and oil change and then leave. And so basically that's all we were doing. So we spent a lot of time talking about image. Speaking to image is shop marketing pros can help you change your image. It's not all about car count. As we're going to see in this one, they needed fewer cars, but the shop did need an image change. They need to go, did they did need to go through rebranding, paint, make the place look better. One thing I love about shop marketing pros is they get to know their clients very well. 
so that they can make their marketing unique for them. Shop Marketing Pros doesn't do copy and paste marketing. Again, I wish this shop would have just held on and engaged them and engaged me. You know, in addition to the links that are going to be in the show notes, you can go listen to Brian and Kim on the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. You can find it on the Aftermarket Radio Network. And that link is in the notes as well. If you're looking for a marketing company to take you to the next level, then why not try Shop Marketing Pros, top tier marketing for top tier shops. So here's the kicker to all this. I know you've been trying to do the math in your head and you're like, Chris, they're doing $3 million a year. Their margins were 28%, 40%. I about fell out of my chair when I asked him what his weekly car count was. Their weekly car count was 200 cars a week. Their average repair order fluctuated from two to $300 a ticket. They didn't have a DVI process. They had an older system. They were trying to do paper copies. They didn't have time to write anything else up. This is what we find with a shop that is so busy. That's why when I talk about in classes with owners, I talk about managing car count for success. I don't ever tell people more or less because we don't know because sometimes it is more and sometimes it is less. But for them, it's like a sewer pipe. Like they had a six inch sewer pipe and they were trying to stuff eight inches of crap through a six inch sewer pipe. One of the first things we needed to do was actually reduce the car count on this a little bit and make our technicians more productive. Also, we had one working service advisor. So I can't even imagine writing 200 tickets a week as a service advisor. I'm shocked they were actually getting the average repair order that they were. You know, basically they were McDonald's doing fries and a shake and that's it. And they just were lucking into other stuff. And the reason why they were so busy is because their oil change price was on the low, low end. I mean, they were basically doing oil changes and not making money on it. Same things with the smogs. And so what we talked about doing is we had to go in and increase the pricing on both of those to survive and keep the doors open and then slow the car count down just a little bit so that we can do a better job, so we can do a DVI on it, so we can, we can sell that. For 200 cars a week, we could have handled that if we'd had three more service advisors. If they would have had it in the budget and said, Chris, what, we've got the money to do whatever we need to do. You tell us what to do. Then I would have went a different direction with it. And I'd have been like, okay, we need to hire some assistants. We need to hire three more service advisors slow them down so that they can ride it and then we can sell it. But we had to go in and cut pretty aggressively a little bit, but then fix the margins and go. Again, so the car count, I think, was a function of their image problem. I wish I could have been able to get them with Shop Marketing Pros and work longer with them and then talk about redoing their image and redoing it as a repair facility and not as a low-end maintenance facility. I had one coaching session with the owner and basically after that, the owner sent me an email and said, Chris, I'm throwing in the towel. I can't do this. So we had a plan. The plan would have been successful. The shop, this shop is a $6 million a year shop easily and had the ability, had the capacity for it. But there was just really nobody driving the ship. And in the end, you know, we talk about a lot accountability, holding people accountable. I think some of the people that we identified that needed to be let go were friends of the family and we just didn't have it in our heart to let those people go and do what we needed to do. And so 
unfortunately, this shop is probably out of business at this point or awfully close unless they did a couple of things that I told them and they're happy with that. But the fact that this goes back to my opening statement, hope versus faith. I think he had hope and wanted things to happen on their own, but wasn't willing to have faith knowing that this was doable and he could get there. I believed in him. Unfortunately, he didn't believe I would have loved to been able to continue with this one six months from now. I would have knocked your socks off with the numbers of what we could have done with the shop. But unfortunately, the owner just didn't have it in him to do it. And so one coaching call, he pulled the plug and that's where we're at. It breaks my heart. I still think about it every day. Maybe they'll come back. I don't know. I'm not really sure where this shop is right now. Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. And I hope you found this episode of the Weekly Blitz informative and inspiring. I truly believe in the power of knowledge and collaboration to drive success. And I trust that the insights we've shared today can empower you to take your auto repair business to the next level. We're incredibly grateful for all of our listeners. Your commitment to learning, growth, and improvement is what keeps us doing what we do. And we never forget that. We also want to thank our incredible sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros, for making the show possible. Their dedication to the their dedication to the success of independent auto repair shops like yours is truly unparalleled. Shop Marketing Pros provides top tier marketing for top tier shops just like yours. Remember, success doesn't come to you; you have to go out and get it. It's about making strategic decisions, fostering effective management, and continuously seeking to educate yourself and your team. That's what the Weekly Blitz is all about, and we're committed to being a resource for you every step of the way. Join us next week as we continue to provide actionable insights, expert advice, and real-world stories from the trenches of the auto repair industry. Don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast with fellow shop owners, and leave us a review if you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, if you have any questions or topics you'd like like us to tackle in an upcoming episode, please get in touch. Chris at autofixsos.com. Your input is what shapes the show. Until next time, I'm Chris Cotton signing off. Keep your gears running smoothly. Keep learning and keep growing. Remember in this business, every day is a chance to get better. Here's to your continued success. And all as always, it's time to rise and grind. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the aftermarketradionetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.